ihr Commercial Professionals at T-Systems, ihr Sales Experts, Leaders, Account Managers, Business Development Professionals, the Audience. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast on virtual sales success. First of all, I've got good news and I've got bad news for you. The bad news first, the bad news is that what has happened over the past four months has had a rapid impact on sales. In fact, research that was conducted by Rain Group is saying that 79% of respondents saying that it's either extremely or somewhat negative what has happened to the discipline of selling over the past four months. As I promised to you, I have good news too. The good news is I'm going to share with you research. Research that we have conducted both with clients as well as sellers, top performance sellers, in order to share with you what are some of the priorities of buyers in a virtual buying and selling environment? What are some errors that have been observed that sales professionals could do better nowadays? And also to share with you some struggles of your counterparts out in the field. That's as far as the research is concerned. But I have something else for you. And prior to that, please allow me to go ahead with a brief introduction. My name is Daniel, originally from a city called Dresden in Germany, and I live and work from Dubai. Over the past 20 years, I've been in sales, business development, and marketing roles. Initially in Germany, later on in Lebanon, from Beirut, then in Dubai, partially in US, but I've spent most of my life in EMEA region. Now, what also happened to Daniel from Dresden, now in Dubai, Triple D, is that five years ago, I set up my own business. And at that time, my vision was to set up a sales training business. But you know what the main challenge was? When I was reaching out to clients, both virtually and face-to-face, -face, these coffee meetings, nobody wanted to buy from me. I said, Daniel, maybe you were good in your previous job, but training our people, we let someone else do that. So I had to think quick and think, all right, if the organizations that I thought who knew me don't want to buy training from you, what is it that they really need? And I came very quickly to the conclusion that the one thing that every sales organization or every commercial company out there requires is new business, new pipelines, new market access. So I decided to do that. Where could I do it from? I thought Saudi Arabia. But then my Arabic is not good enough uh, to create such value. China. I don't speak Chinese. Hey, what about Europe? Aber Sie werden hören, dass auch mein Deutsch nicht mehr so gut ist. Then I thought Africa. Everybody was talking about Africa at that time, but nobody wanted to travel there. So I went to Nigeria. We opened up an office in Lagos. We traveled to Kenya, Ethiopia, South Africa. We set up relationships with telecommunications firms, airline, banks, real estate, social media. And then we went back to Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Germany, Switzerland, Riyadh, Doha, and we marketed these relationships. And at one point, whoever wanted to do business in Africa came to us. Now, why am I telling you that story? I'm telling you that because I promised you at the beginning of this podcast that I brought with me some research today. Research from a company called Rain Group. Rain Group is one of the world's top 10 sales training companies out there whose intellectual property 
methods and frameworks is purely based on market research. What I also brought with me is hands-on field knowledge because during the past five years, we have done both. We have done sales improvement, sales training and coaching for international businesses, technology, financial services, uh, consumer goods, medical services. But we have also done business development on behalf of them. So the other surprise that I brought with me, number one, is the research on virtual selling. Client side, seller side. Number two, what I brought with me are some real hands-on findings. What is it that clients have told us? What have we seen? And what happened to me personally over the past three to four months? All right, dear team, let's get started. Virtual sales success. I promise you that by the end of this podcast, you will have the opportunity to zoom in and narrow on at least three priorities where you can take action on in order to elevate your virtual selling capability and differentiate yourself from the rest. Let me talk a little about the research that we have done. Rain Group has done a research with around 500 buyers out there across America's EMEA and Asia Pacific. And here's the outcome. Outcome number one of the research is that 79%, 79% of the audience said that the impact of COVID, lockdown, remote work, 79% of people said it was an extremely or negative impact on the sales discipline. In fact, if we wanted to narrow down why negative impact, here are the top three, the top three challenges that sellers your counterparts out there in the market are currently facing. Number one biggest priority, 91% of respondents are saying they are struggling, gaining buyer's attention and keeping the buyer engaged throughout the entire process, 91%. Now, what does that mean? It means 91% of people out there, of sales professionals, they struggle to get through, to cut through the noise and get the attention of buyers and stay engaged, helping the buyer to stay focused on the dialogue and value co-creation. Number two, 89%, 89% of respondents are struggling in changing the buyer's point of view on what is possible. If you think of your roles as change agents, how often we are coming in in order to understand client struggles, but also to see what is their vision of growth. And then our role is to show them a better future. 89% of sellers out there say they are struggling in changing buyer's point of view and what's possible because of the way of how to interact. Number three. 88% of respondents are struggling in developing relationships with buyers virtually. Now, if we wanted to take that to our day-to-day -day sales and business development roles, where the saying goes that people buy with their heart and they justify with their head. So 88% of people, of respondents saying they struggle to develop these meaningful and deep relationships with their clients. They are not able anymore to meet for coffees. They are struggling on sensing the emotional reaction of a client. 
And also there is partially a struggle in terms of technical capability on both sides. I repeat, top three challenges of sellers, your counterparts of there. Number one, gaining buyer attention and keeping them engaged. Number two, changing buyer's point of view and helping them to perceive what is possible there. So that's the role of the change agent. And number three, developing relationships. Now, the other part is, what is it that the buyers are facing out there? If we take a look at buyers and we ask customers out there and saying, what is it that influences you the most? So we ask the customers out there and we ask them, what influences you the most in your buying decision right now? And number one answer, 70% was saying, leading to the discovery of concerns. So buyers are looking for help to be guided to the process, to be guided to the process of discovery of concerns and needs. I'll come back to that in a moment. Number two, 68% was saying, showing me what's possible. So buyers are looking for counterparts, for business development, sales, account management professionals to show them what is possible. And to then, reconfirm and solidify it through an ROI case. So if we link these three together, number one, leading them through discovery of concerns. Number two, showing me what's possible. Number three, the ROI study, they are all correlated. They're all correlated. Now, before I'm coming back to the fact and saying, what are the top five mistakes that the sellers do out there? I want to zoom in on one particular element. And the one element is to build the relationship with buyers virtually. If you recall, that was the number three area that sellers struggle out there. And I want to give you quickly three aspects here. Given the fact that we don't have anymore these coffee moments, the moment that we meet clients in their lobby, in their office lobby, and from their walk to a conference room, that these kind of encounters are missing. You know what's the effect of that? The effect of that is that we have to create time and space to build rapport. So one big takeaway for you is that whenever you create a virtual encounter, intentionally schedule to create time and space building rapport. How is that? Number one, always video. Whenever you can go for video in order for you to give clients the chance and feel you as much as possible, giving the client the opportunity to go for video too. Number two, a very nice moment is to create a personal check-in at the beginning. So intentionally create this moment of rapport building by checking in with something not transaction related. Now, what is critical here? Dear T-Systems professionals, what is critical here is preparation. Intense preparation in order to be able to resonate and to connect with something meaningful. Because personalization and customization starts here. And the third point of increasing rapport building here is increase the frequency of touch points. Increase the frequency of touch points. The more often you are in touch, the more familiar it will become to decline and it will contribute to driving 
rapport. Now, what I want to share with you too is the top five seller mistakes. I want to share with you what are the top five errors that sellers out there do in virtual selling in order for you to do two things. One, take a self-reflection and benchmark you how do you perform in these five areas. And number two, to accelerate your performance here and totally outperform your competition. According to buyers and clients that we asked, the number one mistake that sellers do, they have technology problems. The number one mistake is that sellers who are supposed to lead through the conversations, sellers that are supposed to inspire, that are the agent of change, the number one challenge, the number one mistake that they do, they have technology problems. How can we overcome that? Radical preparation. Preparation and practice. The way how we used to prepare or rehearse when we went for a face-to-face -face meeting, we have to now calculate time. The time that we save for commuting, this is now the time that we have to rehearse the technology. Point number two, poor or no visuals during online meetings. Now here I want to tell you a little analogy. I recently read a book, I think it was called Hyperfocus, and what it was about, about the balance between entertainment and education. Yes, education and insights are critical and often hard to absorb. Entertainment is fun, but not always so meaningful. So what we have to find a middle way between entertainment and education. So going back to point number two, poor or no visuals during online meetings, we have to make an extra effort. We have to make an extra effort that whatever deck you are using looks fantastic, looks inspiring and creates a certain emotion on the client side. I have seen this beautiful avatar uh, setups that you do within T-Systems. I saw that on LinkedIn recently. So you have the tools, you can live and lead it. Number three. Number three mistake is that sellers are not responsive to questions and concerns. Very often that is correlated by not listening well enough and driving their own agenda. Number four, and that's a dangerous one. Sellers are still not prepared. And we could think, what is the reason for that? Perhaps because sellers are in their comfort zones. They have all the information on their fingertips. They might tend to prepare less, but clients feel it. So if we think back of what we said earlier, technology requires preparation. Responsiveness requires preparation. So to prepare well for these virtual encounters. And the last one, lack of presentation or email skills. And that is an important one, dear team. We know that the majority of communication happens through body language. But now that there is less opportunity for body language, your email has to be perfect. Every letter, every word and every sentence has to be carefully crafted there in order to make impact your email and presentation skills. In order to amplify the impact 
And to help you avoiding these five seller mistakes, I'd like to repeat it again. Number one, technology problem. Prepare and rehearse the technology. Number two, poor or no visuals during online meetings. Make your deck, your presentation entertaining and educa educational. Number three, responsive to buyers' questions and concerns. Listen carefully and pick up on cues that clients may have. Number four, not prepared. Make sure you are over-prepared, you are ready for anything. And number five, presentation and email skills. Make sure your email comes with impact, easy to consume, getting attention and curiosity. Now, dear team, thank you for listening until here. What I shared with you very briefly now was the top three challenges that sellers are facing. So number one, gaining buyer's attention. Number two, changing buyer's point of view. And number three, developing a relationship. These were the three challenges that your counterparts are facing. Then we also spoke about what are the top five aspects that influence the buyer decision, where we say number one, the ability to lead them through the discovery process. Number two, to show them what is possible. Three, to listen and four, the ROI impact. And now, what are the mistakes that we have to avoid? Technology, practice and rehearse, poor visuals during online meetings, meaning make it entertaining and educational, be responsive and prepared. That is what the research taught us. Prior to you reflecting now on how you could implement it in your day-to-day, -day, I want to share with you lastly three hands-on learnings that I personally did and learned from my clients across EMEA during the past three months. Number one, care first, commerce comes second. That means care about your clients, about what's going on, their business, their team, their family, their everything. The more you care, the better helps you to become hyper-relevant because the more you care, the more often you are in touch and the better you know what it is that your clients need right now. Care first, commerce second helps you to be hyper-relevant. Number two, connect and build a more broad ecosystem. By you being in touch more frequently with your clients, seek opportunities how you can create ecosystems, introducing them to each other, possibly even leading up to sharing insights and building referrals. And last, last one, learning and exploring together. Technology that's new for us, very often is new for our clients too. Introduce them to things that you have explored and be open and ask them what is it that they have explored? What is the current tech stack that they use in their day-to-day -day from collaboration tools to online meeting platforms, etc.? And what is it that you use? Dear team of T-Systems Sales, Business Development, Account Management Professionals, thank you so much for listening to that episode. I hope I was able to share with you some insights and inspiration about virtual sales success, and I look forward to hear about your successes. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to be in touch soon with another episode on sales success. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your time and attention. We wish you good luck and maximum success. My name is Daniel and I'm here on behalf of Rain Group, improving sales performance 
And if there's anything we can do for you in any queries you may have, you find me on LinkedIn, Daniel Weihau, Rain Group, and I'm here for you to answer any kind of questions or queries you may have. Thank you so much. Take care and stay safe.